Just a reminder, our podcast deals with crimes that are often violent and graphic in nature, so listener discretion is advised. So when in doubt, leave the kids out. Now, please let us take you back in time. We're going to try this again. Hello, Old Time Crime Girl listeners. This is Melissa here with my friend. Shannon. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back. I'm so sorry, but you guys just missed it. We just literally talked for eight minutes about this whole idea we had. We'll talk about it next time. About, yeah. We'll tease you. And it just, yeah, it was gone. But we were talking about, listen, while you're walking, just be safe if you're walking. Yes. We'll we'll talk about it next time. Teaser. Um, And she was saying, do does it let anybody know when we pop up? And we do. If you subscribe to us, it'll let you. You'll get a notification that we've published a new episode because life happens and we're not unfortunately consistent because we are go with the flow. So if you want to stay with us and keep listening, make sure you subscribe. To and be forgiving. Life, life happens life to happens. us. And we're, we're trying. Life happens to so, everyone, whether you want to admit it or not. That's it happens. Right. It does. Like, you know, we're, we know. Wives, moms, friends. You know, yes. Everything going on. Daughters. Daughters, Her yes. taking care of moms. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway. So, um, who are we talking about tonight? This we are going to talk about Paul Berkeley, who was a wonderful man who relocated from California to Clayton, which is outside of Raleigh. In North Carolina. Yes. And according to one article, was it was described as the place where everyone goes to retire for that small town feel. And that's back in 2000, what was it? Five. It was small, but now it's growing. However, now it's a hustle, bustle, and high rise. Things are coming and it's growing and it's almost like a Raleigh feel versus a small town. It still does not have a Chick-fil-A or a Target. So it's still got a little Okay, well, it can't really be considered a huge. You gotta have Chick-fil-A. Is Is there Starbucks? (laughs) I don't know because I don't, I don't do coffee. But, I don't either. But Starbucks, Target, and Chick Fil A are like the things. But it is growing tremendously. There's, you know, Amazon. I mean, just a lot of things coming. Oh yeah, well then so, that would bring yeah. So Come, yeah. Is Amazon already there? Or it's coming. So there's an Amazon close by, but there's another one. Yes, right down the road from it. So yeah, there is an Amazon. Well, very cool. I mean, like. Certain areas in that area merge together, so it's, it's in between. It's like in the twilight zone. The town is growing. Yes, no, it is growing. It's big. It's traffic, people coming out. It's big. All right. Well, we're gonna talk about. Paul. It's bigger than where we live. I would call where we live a retirement type situation. Really? Here? Well, we're not as big as Clayton. Clayton's bigger. Oh, yeah. So anyway, well, it's just kind anyway, of a different like all the high rises. It was very different from California, where I'm assuming, and so then oh, he no, comes yeah. to here from California. It was definitely um, small community. It's, then it's a whole different world. Yeah. So he wanted someplace safe, rural, to raise his kids. So he has a son named Zeke, okay. who's 18, and a daughter Becky or Rebecca, who's 16. So from a previous, so he's divorced. Okay. So he meets um, Monique. Her name is Berkeley because they got married. I don't know what her maiden name is. Okay. Um, she's 26. Paul is 46. Oh. So, obviously, there's an age difference. Yes, I'd say um, so. It's not horrible as I have heard of, i.e. in my own experience. Don't ask. Uh, <laughs> yes. I had to say it. He's not listening. <laughs> anyway. Um, 
so she married him when she was 23. So with the time this happens is three years into their marriage. But your stepmom is only a few years older when you're 16 and 18. Yes, but in my case, my stepmom may be younger than me. (laughs) (laughs) You have to laugh or you'll cry. It's life. Anywho, um, so, but Paul was very, um, he was a computer programmer. He was a good provider. He was a good disciplinarian. He ran um, his former military. So he like, he had his life together. She comes along, they get married. She gets along with his children and she takes care of his children. And apparently he had not had very stable girlfriends in the past. He okay. was kind of like a little, a little bachelor for a while. Okay. And so until he met her and really settled down, the kids finally lived with him. So I guess they were back and forth with the, the mom. The mom. And, you know, now their life really got kind of stable Okay. With as a unit. She stayed at home, took care of the kids, helped them with homework or whatever. He was a computer programmer. But he also was in the Navy Reserves. Okay. Um, so he'd have to go away like once a month. On... I, I think it's one, is it one weekend a month? I think so. That they're required. Yes. But, um, you know, he actually gets a letter that his unit is being deployed. Oh, so okay. he actually goes overseas. Okay. And it's when he goes overseas, he gets this order in 2004 and he thinks he's doing the right thing for his country. He's very loyal. He's, he know, he knows he has to leave his kids and his wife. And of course they're worried. I mean, I can't imagine if my people had to go off when I was 16, 18. Right. Um, of course, cause you know, the news is prevalent now and we've already yes. been through um, all the other stuff in 2001. And you yeah, know, so dangerous, worry about Dangerous them. and worry if they're going to come back home, all that stuff. Um, so, he goes off. Well, he ran the house. Like I said, he was the disciplinarian. He had everything in order. He was the military man. So, I guess man. the kids stayed with the stepmom. The kids stayed with the stepmom. Okay. Um, he assumed, I don't know how I feel about that word sometimes, but that she was going to have everything in order. So, Rebecca, the daughter, had told oxygen that i mean she thought she was doing what she was supposed to do they she would cook in the in the evening time she'd have a home-cooked meal she'd ask the kids you know do your homework kind of the basic stepmom stuff uh-huh. but when paul left like all the rules went out the window even with her yeah okay because she's only 26 right so. so she she didn't really have anybody and i know it's hard in the military especially when your spouse goes off for months at a time and they're always gone um I don't know what that's like anyway. Um, <laughs> but her being so young didn't have wives of other officers right. or like to kind of have her own community where she could be herself right. when she never really, she was just married and that was her identity when she was married to him. This is what I do now. He's gone. Right. So. And so she told, um, Rebecca told Oxygen that like she even laid out clothes, like a pair of jeans and a shirt and like left them there in the room. And, like, don't touch me. Can't move them because... Like, they're his. Huh. And she had a really hard time adjusting to being there by herself. Okay. Plus, she's got an 18 and 16-year-old that are going off and doing their own thing with their friends, probably. Yes. But a lot of times, the friends ended up coming to her house. Okay. Because it turned into kind of the place to hang out. Because there really wasn't all those rules. Right. So, then it attracted. Party central. Exactly. Which is not a good combination. Especially because she was not much older than him. That's where my brain's going. She's not very old. (laughs) So instead of being the um, mom figure, it turned into kind of the 
older sister babysitter right friend instead of the parental i can see that um which i mean i don't blame her if that's all she had to talk to and then she ends up having more things in common with the younger kids than she did with you know yeah paul who was away and so when did they get married this was three years into their marriage in 2005 okay so she got married when she married. was 23 okay um now she's 26 okay and he's 46 okay um, but like I said, she had, like, Paul left out pants, jeans on the floor. Like, she wouldn't let the, the kids touch them. She wanted to stay exactly like it was. Okay. So, um, she was really having a hard time. Yeah. Okay. But while he was deployed, so two teenagers in particular, this guy named Andrew and this guy named Lawton, which were friends of Rebecca's, started coming over often and hanging out. And eventually, it turned into, like, hey, can I just crash here? So, then they ended up actually staying a lot of the times. And Andrew, so he was 18. Okay. He was in New York and moved to North Carolina, which is obviously a big adjustment. Yeah, It's way different yes. down here than it is up there. Yeah, even though Clayton grows now, it was very rural back then yeah. in 2004. Um, and, you know, he kind of had a bad boy image, hanging out with the wrong crowd, maybe needed to relocate, had a bad relationship with mom. They were always button heads. He didn't like her rules. So he ended up gravitating towards... His friend Rebecca's house uh-huh. at the Berkeley's where kind of everything went and didn't matter. Got it. He Where he felt safe, where he could just do what he wanted to do. And he would always ask, you know, can I stay the night? And then he would eventually end up moving in. Okay. Um, which was not good. No, that wouldn't be good. And this was, he was a friend of the daughters? He was a friend of the daughters. Okay, and his name was again? Andrew. Andrew, okay. Um, it was Andrew Deshaun Canty. He was 18 years old. Okay. So, really, he, he dropped out. Like, I don't even think he finished high school. So, okay. he was technically not in high school, but still hung out with this circle of friends. Okay. So, he was up the probably not working, doing anything. Yeah, I don't think. I think we're just hanging out or whatever, just to get away from his mom. It's just not a good situation overall. No. So, he ends up moving in, and he ends up hanging out way too much with Monique. And eventually, they begin a relationship. The wife. The wife. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we see where this is going. Yes. Um, so then, like, eight months later, now we're in December, so we're towards Christmas. Paul ends up calling Monique, and he's all excited because he's going to go on a two-week leave and come home. Yeah. It's right around Christmas time. He's going to come home and see his family, which would be a joyous occasion. Except for now, she has to move her now boyfriend, who's 18, out of the house. Right. And he's got to go back to his mom. he's not going to be happy with that, I'm sure. Right. And so, and then she had also, the kids had found out about it, obviously, because they're all in the same social circles. So, she made them swear to secrecy not to tell their dad. So, then that puts them in an awkward position. Um, which I think he had one article I read said that he had had some suspicions because like as soon as he got home they showed up and then like she even accompanied him to a funeral or something and he was like why are you going like I just got home and you're going off with this 18 year old like I think he knew yes um but so when they picked him up from the airport like all you see the YouTube homecoming videos and I'm like I mean you're you hadn't seen this person in eight months and that's your husband your wife whatever um, he came up to give her a hug and a kiss, and she kind of like turned her head away. Oh, wow! And okay. I was like, uh, really? He the daughter's yes. like, um, yeah, that shouldn't have happened that way, right? Um, yeah, so obviously, he kind of had a feeling something was going on. Gotcha. Um, but so he comes home December 14th, 
And then on December 18th, which was 3 a.m. on December 18th, so this little incident had happened. So he's only been home for a few days, like literally a few days. She tells him that she was planning this romantic evening out, like, let's go to a movie, then let's go to this park, and we'll bring a blanket, like a picnic with some wine and some candy, whatever, and we'll hang out, and everything will be great. So he agrees to it, but it really was a setup okay. for an ambush. She was setting him up. Right. Um, so this was at Millbrook Exchange Park, which you said it was in Raleigh. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess they went to Raleigh to go out. But they went to go see King Kong, which was popular at the time, I guess, and then go to this park. Well, at the park, they get jumped by these two men, and Paul gets shot in the back of the head, oh, and no. she gets shot in the shoulder. Oh, wow. And so her 911 call is like, the screams are real, because I She's don't think she expected to get get shot. Okay. Um, they had, It came out later that she had agreed to some sort of physical injury to make it look like the robbery was real, or like a robbery gone wrong. Um, but I don't think she knew what was coming. Okay. Um, I would not volunteer for, one, any physical harm no. at all. <laughs> no, you gotta yeah, figure that be. out. Um, kind of reminds me of the one we did with that woman who shot herself yes, in the yes, leg and did. then called 911 at a park. That's right. That I was a good one. one. She she was crazy. Yes. Um, I don't like to use that term a lot, but she was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so 911 comes out and like it took them, they had to have her scream. Like if you listen to the call, they're like scream. They had to, she screamed to locate them. Because oh, wow. it was like 3 a.m. in the middle of this wooded park, and they couldn't find, couldn't pinpoint her location, so they asked her to scream. So she's literally screaming as loud as she can. Well, for them and obviously to find those her. are real screams. And she got really, shot. She did. She got shot in the shoulder. Um, but Paul was shot in the back of the head. And actually, after they did the autopsy a year later, they found um, a knife wound too. So, they so not only him? did he get shot, oh, he got stabbed. That's terrible. Um, but so he was at the hospital. And they took him off life support while she's there with his kids all holding his hand, oh my playing gracious. the grieving wife when right. we now know she had something to do with it. Oh, that's terrible. Um, and those poor kids. So her, her account was that she went out to the movies, went to dinner, and then went to the park for a romantic picnic in December, mind you. At 3 a.m. Now, I get, yeah, a park could be kind of cool, but one at night, not around here, and two in December. Yes. Where was his thing? <laughs> like, there's no campground, no campfire, no, this is like in a park right. in Why December. I would, if I was him, I'd be thinking, this is too cold. And like, no, this doesn't sound morning. right. Yes. This doesn't sound right. But I guess he could have been, I don't know, desperate to make it work. He'd been gone for eight months. Who knows? But he ended up going. Well, but. My thing is, why he would have, he's only home for a couple of weeks, right? Two weeks. Yeah, he's only so home for two weeks. So why not try to get a divorce? I mean, it's sad well, all so the way around. Why do that to him? Why she had, well, insurance policy. Money. So she had an insurance policy? $500,000. And he, she knew he was going to divorce her. Over this little thing. He found out. Well, okay. I, yeah, he was going to, is what one article said. Like, he, he, Sad some suspicions and was like, no, I'm going to file for divorce. She didn't want that to happen. So played the, oh, no, no, let's get together and have this big romantic thing. Everything's fine. Oh, okay. But it was a setup because he was worth more to her dead. Right. Because she, she can't continue her life. Like, 
Andrew doesn't have a job. He's 18. He didn't even graduate high school. Right. He's a dropout. Why? Yes. Like, how true. is she going to have a stable home life right. with him? So, take the insurance So, get rid money. of Paul and have the insurance money. So, one of the friends, Andrew's friend Lawton, helped them out. And he actually pleaded guilty to second degree and conspiracy and told them that Andrew was the one who pulled the trigger. Like, here's what happened. This is the plan. I'll give it all up. So, he only got 23 years. Wow. Which, um... Then he's close to parole. Close. Um, Megan, Monique, sorry. Woo. So, Andrew, what did he get? Andrew and Monique both got life in prison. Okay. Um, without parole. But they also pleaded. They were, like, getting ready to go to a trial, and they, were, they both pleaded. But So, to, to get rid of the death penalty, because they were going to prosecute for the death penalty. Okay. But they pleaded, so they took it off the table. And I don't even think North Carolina does death I, penalty right now. I think it's a moratorium or whatever, so. I don't know. So, he came home. He must have had suspicions and talked of divorce. And that's when she thought, hey, he's going to take the money. I can't survive without him. I want to be with this guy. So, let's concoct yeah. this plan and take and care of And according to the friend, they, they were going to get like $70,000 as a cut um, for doing this. Which, no amount of money is worth a human life. No. Though. And the kids. Um, How about the, any gosh. any information about them i haven't i didn't see anything about the kids okay um probably if i dig some more but life happens and we had to make this a little short um but she told um she was heavily sedated of course because pain medicine got shot in the shoulder but she was trying to talk about what happened she confessed to every you know the affair um and she said that she didn't mean to um but, you know, they're so close in age that eventually it just happened. Still no reason for it. Um, but at the time, she said when she was having dinner with Paul, she started to have second thoughts. In her statement, she said, and this is what she put in her statement, that she professed her love for Paul and decided to call it off. She left the movie to call Andrew to say she wasn't going through with the plan. But then when they got to the park, she didn't see the boy's car, so she assumed she had successfully called it off. So why not, but not here's go to the tip. park? Don't show up to the park just in case. Thank you. <laughs> don't go to the park. Just oh, say, Oh, gosh, hey. I had second thoughts. I didn't mean for it to happen. Well, don't show up in the spot where it's supposed to happen. Exactly. That's right. Let's not go to the park. Let's go home. We're kind of tired. And it's cold. It's, it's cold. Yes. That, yes. <laughs> No, it was premeditated. And so that kind of like right then and there in her hospital gown, take her into custody. No. So, yeah, she had been investigating his life insurance policy, which was worth $500,000. So, yeah, she had it planned out. Which so, was gonna be oh, this, very is, sad. this is a quote right here. So this is from Snapped. So this is in quote. This is what the attorney said. There were statements that she had written down in her diary and had made to other people um that she didn't want to be his wife anymore um that she wanted him dead oh wow there you go there you have it so she had it written down had it written down very sad but that was her more neck of the woods disrupted yeah. like that and it didn't have to be that way and that, and there's pictures that her stepdaughter they look happy and like they liked each other probably were like friends and well, I mean, she got along with all of their friends. She got along with them. Well, yeah, and it's in the beginning because uh, her age. Their age. Yes. Yeah. I don't and think that would be my case. But anyway. He don't need to do that. No. <laughs> but and there's yeah. a picture of him in his Navy uniforms, Naval Reserves. I mean, 
and, yeah. it, and her mom made a statement like i don't know where this comes from like she's she had a great childhood she didn't has any violence in her past like it all is from outside influences of this younger well, crowd and your younger generation and, and sometimes isolation loneliness yes. make you do crazy things in fact i heard on the radio the other day and this is kind of on point that i forget some organization don't ask me to quote it because i'm going to get it wrong i know it's not world health but i want to say some some big organization globally mm-hmm. has announced that loneliness is now an epidemic Oh, and I can yeah. see it because no one has personal connections anymore. Everything is a device. Everything, you know, anyway. It is. Nobody, and we can go down that that yeah. that thing. But in like you, mental health right now is huge um, because there are more suicides and more like, no, anyway. We could talk for days about that. The more you don't have human contact, it's very important to have human contact. And I can see where if you have no one to talk to but your stepkids, you yeah. would gravitate towards them they would become your friends and it right. could happen that way because she is young she's not, i mean she was only 20 26. yes um yeah so, so i kind of feel for her getting wrapped up in all that but at the same time i mean you can't kill anybody that's right get a divorce i mean <laughs> right that's right and move on get a job she yes. <laughs> get a job get, that, that works too. <laughs> jobs are great yes they help feed your family and yourself so it's a good thing to have. Well, thank y'all for joining us. Yes. Um, hope you like that one from our little neck of the woods. Um, if you did not listen to the one we talked about with, um, her name was Liz, but I cannot remember the name of the episode. I'll have to tag it um, in the show notes. But that one was another one who, a girl who shot herself and park. tried to blame it on somebody in a park. Yeah. And um, it was crazy. But thank y'all. Um, you can always email us any ideas that you want us to talk about, any stories at oldtimecrimegals at gmail.com. And just remember, if you do the crime, it's going to catch up with you in time. And we'll talk about it.